Hey everybody, welcome to Lego Stud. I'm your host, Garrett. I just wanted to reach out first and say thank you for all those that tuned into episode one covering Lego Super Mario. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to that first episode. And from here on out, we're going to try different things. This is a new channel, so I'd really like to test all the options I have to see what you like the best. And we're going to try something a little different. I want to be a little more open and just have a conversation. And in today's episode, we're going to cover seven total topics, some things that LEGO released and some of my own personal things that happened this week. And for our first topic, we're going to go back in time, talk a little bit about Stonehenge, which could be the first LEGO set ever built. It seemed that someone actually had an air balloon was able to fly over it, which is really strange since... Uh, I didn't even know you could fly in an air balloon over areas like that. I know in the United States, for a national park, you can't fly anything over a national park. Based on a crash, you get lost or start a wildfire. It's all bad shit. But overall, the image was pretty neat because it showed the top of one of the main blocks of the outer rings in Stonehenge to have a stud-like design on top where it had two rounded sections on one side and then the other side was more of two rounded divots. So maybe they built them like Legos, where they were interconnected in a way that they could s sit on top of each other and not shift, instead of just a block on top of a block. Legos history might need to be rewritten. Now that Stonehenge is out, Legos have been around for hundreds of years. Good thing there weren't patents back then. You'd be screwed, old Kirk Christensen. So maybe Legos should come out with a Stonehenge set for an architecture series. If you're listening, Lego, think about it. Our second topic today is going to be Lego Masters. My wife and I did start watching. We were really excited when we saw the first episode. I almost actually applied to be a Lego Master, but I didn't really have a partner. So I didn't really apply for the first season. Maybe second season if somebody on here wants to volunteer and be my partner. Or maybe I'll drag my wife uh, to it like the other guy did on the show. I also don't know any of their names. Although they do seem like really cool people with a bunch of talent. Um, but it, it it was a reality TV show. It was a little too corny for us. We watched a few episodes, but we never really made it that far. Maybe I'll go back and revisit some of them. I, I did like their builds. Their builds were really cool. But some of the fake drama, or real, I don't know, could be real, uh, just wasn't what we were looking for to watch. The third topic is a bit on the touchy side because it's something we hear about every day, COVID-19. So we've all dealt with COVID in our own way. Some of us are still going into work, like myself, and some of us are staying home and working, my wife, which we're both still lucky, I guess, to continue to work. A lot of people are out of jobs, and this is just from the U.S. perspective. I know a lot of countries are going through the same thing, and some places even harder than the United States has been. And it's hard because we're not used to it. It's a completely different world out there. I was telling my wife that this is something our parents, our grandparents never experienced. It's life-changing. The best thing we can do is listen to our health experts and continue trying to maintain our health and maintain the health of all the people around us. I do apologize. This wasn't supposed to be all doom and gloom. So let's talk about something a little more on the lighthearted side. Concerning Lego with COVID-19, they've been doing all they can. Uh, they actually changed some of their molding practices to, instead of making bricks, they have a new mold for face shields. They're now making 13,000 face shields a day for the healthcare workers, which is awesome. And I know a lot of people in our area are 3D printing, and many companies are doing the exact same thing. They did close their stores on April 30th, but they continue to provide the bricks 
and sets we know and love on lego.com. I always recommend, if you're still interested in Lego, go out and buy it online and become a VIP member, of course, because that's free and you get points towards your next purchases. During this time, they also started the initiative hashtag Let's Brick Together. And this is an initiative to get families out there and playing Legos with their kids again. So they have different little contests or ideas that you can build with your kids or your significant other, keeping up with your creativity, working with your family on building something really cool. Lego Ideas is still going strong with their music contest ending in uh, this weekend. And their latest contest is to give you a chance to have your Lego model displayed in the Lego house. It's the same style contest they had last year of a change or modified version of a plant-based build and a minifigure display, something cool and funny. So that still has about 20 some days left. So you can get into that and have your Lego displayed in the Lego house. Lego also put out a public service announcement in the UK concerning the NHS workers, making sure that people stay safe, stay inside and try to control the spread. This will save lives. And it, it was pretty good because it, it uses the Lego stop motion and gives people a reason to listen instead of just to the news. Finally, Lego has donated half a million Lego sets to kids in need. This is perfect for them to get kids involved. A lot of kids are not in school right now and they're trying to study at home. Believe me, if I was a parent right now, this would be terrible trying to teach my kid how to do math, trigonometry, or even what's five plus five. And now they have Lego sets that they can play with. A lot of people have been talking about building Lego sets, especially on the talk shows here in the United States. Anna Kendrick appeared on The Tonight Show this past week, and she was talking about her Millennium Falcon that she built. It looks to be last year's Millennium Falcon set from The Rise of Skywalker, and she has a little R2-D2 on top. She talked about how she cherished it. She didn't want anything to happen to it. Although she did say she'll probably break it down and either build it again or put it away. Daniel Radcliffe also appeared on The Late Show and showed off his Jurassic Park set, which he said took him a few days, which, I mean, if you're in quarantine, probably a good idea to stretch out that Lego build as much as you can so you can continue to enjoy it or build it really quick, tear it down, do it again. In the Lego community this week, our fifth topic... There's a lot of alternate builds going on. A lot of people trying to see if they can use what they have instead of buying new sets to still remain occupied while they're in quarantine. One of the most interesting things I've seen on Instagram by Ryan underscore Howerter, H-O-W-E-R-T-E-R, is coming up with how did I build this using the hashtag Lego Rec R-E-C for reverse engineering challenge. What he's doing is taking pictures of some of the designs he's done, and you have to figure out how he built them. Bricks that are facing the op opposite direction, but are somehow connected. And it's really cool to see people interact by trying it themselves or making guesses in the comments. I highly recommend you go follow that on Instagram, and maybe you can submit one to his Instagram page. He's taking submissions from other builders to continue this going for as long as he can. I think it's really cool. I haven't tried any of them yet because I really don't have that many bricks here. They're all bagged up and in bins, but I have tried a few online. It's really cool. I highly recommend it. Something really cool I personally participated in this weekend was a virtual convention. Brickworld had a virtual convention on Saturday with some of their um, 
builders that were already scheduled to display, they decided to just have them built in their homes and displayed virtually through Zoom chat rooms. They also opened it up to discussions for people. They still had some of the presenters. Uh, We had someone build on a Lego dome, which is really cool. And I watched. um, We had four of the Lego finalists have their open discussions, so you could ask them any kind of questions. And it was really cool. It was five bucks to join, uh, and a a lot of those proceeds were going to go to a charity. And a lot of cool open discussion interaction with other lego fans and being inside it was still really cool having that virtual activity our sixth topic for the day is the lego store itself for april a bunch of sets are coming out which i think a lot of people are interested in purchasing one i think a lot of people have already purchased or are planning to purchase that came out on the first of april is two one three two two pirates of barracuda bay set it's a 2500 45 Lego piece set coming in at 199 US dollars. And it was designed as a Lego ideas submission, which is really cool. It was a callback to the classic pirate series that we know. A lot of us may have those sets, but I personally don't. Since I was born in the early 90s, a bunch of those sets were before my time. It's a fascinating set showing a pirate ship that was broken down and created into an island, but you can also take it off the island and build your own recreation of the original Lego pirate ship. And it comes with the classic minifigures with a yellow face, the red beard pirate. I think it's a really awesome set. I did put it on my list for a purchase. We'll see when I eventually have those kind of funds to do that since my list continues to grow and grow and grow pretty sure most of you also have that same predicament the next round of sets that are going to be coming out on april 19th we have do who's a droid from the movie the rise of skywalker it's kind of one of those it's not a ucs set but they're i guess along the same lines i know we had the r2d2 as a ucs set or ultimate collectors series sorry completely forgot to mention that for those that don't know uh this is a series that Lego does for Lego Star Wars where they're larger sets, they're more detailed, and they're oriented to more of an adult builder. But a lot of kids also have them too. This set is the 75278DO. It's 519 pieces and comes in at $70. We also have the helmet series from Lego. So we have three helmets coming out. The Boba Fett helmet, Stormtrooper, and TIE Fighter helmet. All three sets are 18 plus, a new age range for Lego. All three coming in individually at $59.99 USD. A new Technic set as well as a new licensing series from Fast and the Furious. We have the 42111 Fast and the Furious Dom's Dodge Charger. It's one of the large scale Technic sets with 1,077 pieces retailing for $99.99 USD. The 20th series of collectible minifigures is also being released. Some of these figures are pretty cool, but to me, I'm I'm not that interested. I really did like the Harry Potter minifigure series, and still I'm collecting the second wave of Lego Disney series. Some of the characters maybe I'll get, but not all of them. And then two sets from the new uh, licensed Lego Minions series. We have 75551 Brick Built Minions and Their Lair. At 876 pieces, retailing for 
it's they look like minions and what's really nice is that when you open them up you have also a mini figure scale minion and they're little layers uh as they were with bunches of stickers to personalize them i think it's nice especially for the price point we also have a 75549 unstoppable bike chase 136 pieces at 1999 usd nice little set especially with the mini figure minions and it, sure yeah that the last thing we see on the LEGO webpage is the monthly VIP LEGO sweepstakes. Last month, they had the sweepstakes for the Shazam collectible minifigure that was exclusive to the San Diego Comic-Con. And this year, they did a LEGO Star Wars Maz Kanata minifigure, who was signed by the actor who played her, Artis Shaha. Entries were 50 points per entry. You had a limit of 15 entries uh, per your username as a VIP. That comes to 750 entries, and if you think that that's about five, six bucks for an entry. So I recommend it. It's it's a nice, easy thing to do. It gets you a really cool minifigure if you do win. A bunch of people will be playing. Your chances of winning are low, but who cares? That's usually how LEGO and any kind of contest work. We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast for some breaking news. We actually had two pieces of really cool news come out from LEGO this week. Our first was LEGO Technic set 42107 LEGO Ducani Penegal V4R. It consists of 646 pieces at $59.99 for a release date of June 1st. It's the 2019 model. Looks like a great bike. Also in that classic red that we see a lot of Ducatis in. But the bigger news for me personally, and I know a lot of other fans, especially Star Wars fans, was the Ultimate Collector Series A-Wing reveal. Lego 75275, which consists of 1,673 pieces, coming in at $199.99 USD, with an age range of 18+. It looks like a beautiful model. We've got a lot of red and white, so we're not our standard Star Wars, which is mostly grays and blacks which is the also, as Batman says, very dark gray. And it comes with an exclusive minifigure, one of the A-Wing fighters with a green flight suit. And I got to say, this is awesome. Having a UCS set that is different than other standard sets that we've seen constantly, some of them have been repeated. We have the X-Wing that's been repeated. We've got the Y-Wing that's been repeated. Finally, a new one. It is still from the original series, so a little disappointed. I want to see some changes, maybe some prequel ones, uh, some other more well-known ships that we just haven't seen yet. Still, in this build, it looks great. It's got great detailing. I think the scale's just right. Uh, we're going to see a, a sticker cockpit, which is a disappointment for a lot of people, which, I mean, we had the X-Wing with stickers. There are techniques to get it right. It just takes time. And a lot of people are still complaining about the price of $200. You got to remember there's the Disney tax. Disney's got to take a cut. So this set could have been maybe 150 bucks. What are you going to do? It's an Ultimate Collector's series. So saying that in general just means the price tax is going to be higher. We saw that with the Star Destroyer last year being almost $200 more than people were guessing based on piece count. A lot of people dove into the price of the piece because some of them are large pieces. I digress. It'll come out on May 1st, a little bit different than the normal reveal that we see for a May the 4th Be With You event. I think they did this just in anticipation of trying to make it a whole week instead of just the day. And there is no early access for LEGO VIPs. I don't think there really needs to be. 
but I hope to see a small gift with purchase for the May the 4th be with you. It's what they normally do in this time period. I'm not sure if it'll be a day one purchase, but it'll be on the list that I talked about earlier. Ranks right up there with the Pirates from Barracuda Bay set. So that wraps up episode two of the Lego Stud podcast. Some cool news came from Lego as well as around the Lego community, especially during COVID-19. And then we've got some new sets coming, which I think a lot of us are very, very excited about. And I'm very excited you took the time to tune into this podcast. I hope that we can continue to make great content and provide you with some great interviews that I'm working on right now, as well as some open discussions on topics concerning Lego. Maybe you'll see some co-hosts pop in here or there. And if you have some of your own suggestions on content you'd like to hear about, drop a comment or reach out to me on my Twitter account, at StudLego. You can also check me out on all my Instagram accounts, my dedicated Brickheads account, iBrickheads, and this podcast account, Lego underscore underscore stud, to give you not just this podcast information, but other cool builds that I'm working on. My Instagrams are just like this podcast. They're built by my viewers or followers. So I'd like to take suggestions. Make whatever you want me to make. Intro music was provided by Sam Thomas UK. He's a great musician and should be considered for your next jingle or song. Check him out over at Fiverr. And as I always say, get creative, get out there, and go build something. Not so fast. It's blooper time. I really appreciate bricks that are facing the opposite direction but are somehow connected. But what are you going to do? It's a USC... Ah, but uh, no, 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 and trying to make this podcast something that you would really like to listen to. The entry was 50 points per entry. You had a limit of 15 entries for the month. Um, it comes to 650 points, which is not and what I like the best because I'm still talking to a monitor here. So I would like to talk to something else. And I shouldn't have swore on the channel.